Good morning, and welcome to Simply Crypto. It's Saturday, March 2nd. On today's show, Nigeria orders cryptocurrency firm Binance to pay $10 billion, while Indonesia considers changes to dual taxation on crypto. Plus, survivors of Hamas's attack sue Binance for allegedly funding the terror group. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Crypto. We start off with a significant development in the cryptocurrency world, as the Nigerian government has demanded nearly $10 billion in compensation from cryptocurrency firm Binance, accusing them of manipulating foreign exchange rates, leading to a severe devaluation of the Naira, Nigeria's national currency. Here to delve into this matter is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you shed some light on these allegations against Binance? Certainly, David. The Nigerian government alleges that Binance engaged in currency speculation and rate fixing, which they claim has caused the Naira to lose nearly 70% of its value in recent months. Two Binance executives were even arrested in Nigeria earlier this week. However, Binance has not yet responded to these allegations. How significant is this situation, given Nigeria's position in the global cryptocurrency market? It's quite significant, David. Nigeria is not only Africa's biggest economy, but it's also one of the world's biggest cryptocurrency markets. In fact, cryptocurrency transactions equivalent to about 12% of Nigeria's total income, or GDP, took place in the year to June 2023. So any disruption in this market could have far-reaching implications. What about the legality of cryptocurrency operations in Nigeria? While cryptocurrencies are not illegal in Nigeria, firms must register in order to operate there. According to a special advisor to Nigeria's president, Binance failed to do this. The government has recently suspended several cryptocurrency firms, including Binance, in an attempt to halt the slide of the Naira. And what has been the impact of the Naira's collapse on the Nigerian economy? The collapse of the Naira has exacerbated the cost of living crisis in Nigeria. High food and commodity prices, including fuel and transport, have led to protests in recent weeks. The Naira currently exchanges at 1,595 Naira to U.S. dollar, compared to about 460 a year ago. What measures is the Nigerian government taking to curb foreign currency trading and stabilize the Naira? In addition to suspending cryptocurrency firms, Nigeria has closed thousands of bureaus de change in an attempt to curb foreign currency trading. The central bank has been under pressure to stabilize the Naira, and these measures are part of that effort. As we've just heard from Simply Crypto reporter Michael, the world of cryptocurrency is complex and constantly evolving. Speaking of which, Indonesia's Commodity Futures Trading Regulatory Agency, known as BAPEPTI, has reportedly requested the nation's Ministry of Finance to reassess its stance on cryptocurrency taxation. This comes in light of the growing significance of cryptocurrencies in the country's broader economy. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly. BAPEPTI has asked for a reassessment of the government-imposed value-added tax of 0.11% on each crypto transaction in Indonesia, as well as the 0.1% income tax on crypto. The head of the Bureau of Market Development and Development at BAPEPTI, Tirtakama Senjaya, has stated that cryptocurrencies are on track to become an integral part of Indonesia's financial sector, 
hence the need for a tax evaluation. How significant are these taxes for the Indonesian government? The revenue from these crypto taxes is substantial. In January alone, the government earned approximately $2.49 million from crypto taxes. However, despite these taxes being in effect for nearly two years, Senjaiga believes they should undergo an annual review similar to other tax laws. When were these taxes implemented and what was the rationale behind it? Indonesia implemented the 0.1% capital gains tax on crypto investments and the 0.11% VAT tax in April 2022. The nation treats crypto as a commodity as defined by the trade ministry and not a currency, which was the rationale behind the imposition of these taxes. What's the political climate like in Indonesia regarding cryptocurrencies? The political climate seems to be quite favorable. Gibran Rakabuming Raka, the vice presidential candidate who recently won the presidential election with about 58% of the vote, has stated that his party plans to focus on providing Indonesia's younger population with opportunities in the crypto and blockchain space. And how has the crypto user base in Indonesia evolved over the years? The number of crypto holders in Indonesia has seen a significant increase. It has grown by more than 11%, from 11.2 million in 2021 to 12.4 million in 2023. This growth further underscores the need for a reassessment of the country's crypto taxation policies. Thanks for that update, James. In related news, survivors of a Hamas attack on Israeli communities last October and the loved ones of those still held hostage in the Gaza Strip are taking legal action against Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. They allege that Binance has allowed the terror group to raise funds using its platform. Bella, our correspondent for Simply Crypto, is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about the lawsuit? Certainly, David. The lawsuit was filed by the National Jewish Advocacy Center in the U.S. Middle District Court of Alabama. It accuses Binance of allowing Hamas to raise funds on its platform without any consequences. The lawsuit states that these funds were then used to commit acts of terror, including the October 7 attack, which resulted in more than 1,200 deaths and over 6,900 injuries. What does the lawsuit say about the role of Binance in these attacks? The lawsuit emphasizes that significant funding was necessary for such an attack to be successful or even contemplated. It states that the contributions of Binance to the funding of this attack cannot be overstated. Has there been any response from Binance? Fox News Digital has reached out to Binance, but there's been no response as of yet. What other allegations are being made against Binance? The lawsuit also highlights that between January 2018 to May 2022, Binance facilitated nearly $900 million in transactions between customers in the U.S. and Iran, a violation of U.S. sanctions. Iran is known to finance terrorist groups such as Lebanon-based Hezbollah. The lawsuit alleges that Iran's ability to provide funds to Hamas is due in no small part to its payment platforms being used as conduits for crypto and digital remittances to Hamas from terrorist sympathizers and confederates throughout the world. Has Binance faced any legal consequences before? Yes, David. Former Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao pleaded guilty in November over his failure to prevent money laundering on the platform and paid a $50 million fine. The crypto firm also paid a $4.3 billion settlement after the company was found to have violated U.S. sanctions and failed to prevent money laundering on its exchange.
Furthermore, Binance agreed to pay over $4 billion for violations related to the Bank Secrecy Act. What are the plaintiffs requesting in this lawsuit? The plaintiffs are requesting unspecified damages. It's a significant case that could have far-reaching implications for the crypto industry. Thanks for that detailed analysis, Bella. Now, let's shift our focus to another interesting development in the crypto world. Staking has emerged as a popular strategy for earning passive income in this sector, and Dapp Radar, a platform that tracks and analyzes decentralized applications, now offers a platform for staking BNB. Here with more on this is our correspondent from Simply Crypto. So Abby, could you explain what staking BNB on Dapp Radar involves? Certainly, David. Staking BNB on Dapp Radar involves locking up your BNB holdings for a specific period. This contributes to the security and functionality of the network, and in return, you earn additional coins as a form of interest. The more you stake, the higher your potential rewards could be. And how does one get started with staking BNB on Dapp Radar? To start staking BNB on Dapp Radar, you first need to visit their official website and explore the staking options available. The first step in the staking process is usually connecting your cryptocurrency wallet to the platform. This allows you to securely engage with the network and manage your staked assets. What are the benefits of staking BNB using Dapp Radar? Staking BNB using Dapp Radar offers several benefits. It provides transparent data on various staking pools, allowing users to make informed choices. The platform's user-friendly interface and detailed analytics enable users to track their staking rewards and monitor performance. DappRadar also offers a wide range of staking opportunities, enhancing flexibility and diversification. And finally, users can engage with a vibrant community of stakers, traders, and investors. Can you walk us through the process of staking BNB on DappRadar? Sure, David. After navigating to the official DappRadar staking platform and setting up your account and wallet, you choose BNB as the cryptocurrency you want to stake. Once you've staked your BNB, it's important to understand how staking rewards work and how you can maximize your earnings over time. DappRadar provides tools to track your staking performance in real time, analyze historical data, and identify trends. What about security and best practices when staking BNB on DappRadar? Security is paramount when dealing with cryptocurrencies. Users should use a trusted hardware wallet to store their BNB securely, enable two-factor authentication, regularly update software, beware of phishing attacks, and enable whitelisting. As for best practices, users should research before staking, diversify their investments, monitor rewards regularly, stay informed about market trends, and practice patience. Are there any advanced staking strategies that cryptocurrency enthusiasts can use to enhance their returns? Yes, David. Two prominent methods for maximizing staking rewards are yield farming and liquidity pool participation. Yield farming involves leveraging various DeFi protocols to generate rewards in the form of additional crypto tokens. Liquidity pool participation entails contributing funds to a liquidity pool, enabling users to facilitate trades while earning a share of the transaction fees. Diversification is also a key strategy to mitigate risk and maximize returns. We appreciate the insights from our Simply Crypto reporter, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Crypto. We'll see you back here tomorrow.